Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Recording. Start, oh. Say that again. Say that again. Is this the Keith Walsh podcast? I think it is, Mike. How are you, Mike? Wow, I'm great. Thanks very much. How are you, Keith? Good. I'd like, I'd love to, how would you explain the Keith Walsh podcast to anybody who's just, this is their first time listening, just tuned in, <laughs> just, just found us, just stumbled across the podcast. I can't explain it. I wonder, it's probably unexplainable. It's it's probably unexplainable, but we're two people that knew each other 23 years ago, and our paths went in different ways. We diverged along life's rich highway, and then I woke up one morning and heard you on the fucking radio, so I sent you an abusive text. We got talking, and then this grew, and that was it, really. That's that's and and then you zoom me, yep. from your kind of office, and then I get zoomed, and then we talk shit. Yeah. That's it. And it's, gen- yeah, it's generally, I do an awful lot of talking. Actually, somebody rang me up and told me I was doing too much talking. No, no, you're not yeah. doing too much talking. I, I enjoy well, listening to yeah. the talking, Mike. You're you're a good yeah, rep- it, repartee and storyteller, and you know, I like hearing you, about your life. But you need to talk more. That's what I've been told by two people. You need to talk more because I fucking just talk all the time. Mike, believe you me, I've done 20 years of radio. I've done my share of talking. I have done my share. People are wow. sick of listening to me, Mike. This is about you. <laughs> it's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's essential like your breakfast It will get you up and going There's some things you didn't know Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Give you energy like Buckfast And if your head's in a pickle Or you're looking for a giggle It's the Keith Walsh Podcast yeah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, some coffee some delicious oh, coffee. Coffee. Yeah, decaf coffee with almond milk. Oh fucking hell. It's very Jesus. difficult. It's very difficult to get almond milk is very difficult. You know, to try and find to when they're milking the little almonds. <laughs> it's it's completely fucked whole places of uh, of uh, Southern California. Don't 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 yeah, go on. Yeah, the vegans are ruining the world. Everybody's ruining the world. I mean, look at the fucking state of the place at the moment. I mean, if it's not fucking flooding, it's on fire, yeah. or else there's an earthquake happening. I mean, it's just we are getting the the four horsemen of the, as I used to say, the four horsemen of the Acropolis. <laughs> <laughs> but it is apocalyptic what mm. is happening on the yeah. planet at the moment, which is it's, a bit of a downer. Really. It's yeah. we we have fucked us, Mike. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah we've completely fucked ourselves and. Uh, I like, I mean, RT, you're kind of taking it seriously now because I got a bit of a backlash. I saw, um, I saw one headline um, on RT on their, on their website. It was like, it was something to do with the, the fires probably um, 
in Greece or something like that. And they were they, were, they just the headline was like, no reason to believe, aside to say there's no reason to believe that the forest fires have to do with like environmental changes. And you're just going, why, why would you even say that? <laughs> How the fuck can that be true? Like, what the fuck is, you know, whatever. And um, they got a bit of a backlash. And that there was, a, there was a few letters written very publicly and, and they kind of went, okay, shit, right, we need to... They actually came out, the head of news came out and said, okay, we need to start taking this seriously. We, we haven't... We've dropped the ball on this one. And ever since they've been fucking... <laughs> like, fucking scaremongering us. Jesus Christ, Artie, calm down. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> but, uh, but it's... Well, last week, that report, the UN report came out, and everybody mm. was like, oh, wildfires. And then um, I saw something on Twitter, some guy who did uh, the top 10 news press agencies on the planet and the day like monday it all hits the un say climate is out of control day two nobody reported anything it's just like and it's an indefecapital uh truth now that you know global global chi- climate change i can't even fucking say it climate change is, yeah <laughs> climate change is a thing it's <laughs> it's a dyslexic issue <laughs> not climate change that's the worst kind of clenge. Uh, and as somebody um, who's dyslexic with numbers, I can say that. So what you're saying is that, so we had one day of, of oh shit, we're fucked. And then that was it. And we're just yeah. back, back to normal. Yeah. And, and I was listening to somebody else on the radio talking about it. And they were saying, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I know Greek islands. I know places in America. I know these people are actually dying and burning. And I just can't within me kind of make the connection it we mm. don't want to make connection with bad things it's just being human we're just so fucking stupid sometimes you know like head under the carpet we're massively just doing that and sort of like head in the sand fuck it we'll be fine lads it's all gonna be fine over here it's just gonna get a bit wetter yeah i mean like yeah i i, I totally agree but uh it's the problem is mike that it's like 100, 100 companies are creating 70% of the problem. So like there was somebody doing a Vox Pop 40 on, uh, on the radio. So this is not, this actually could have been news talk. We're, we're not necessarily having to go at RT. They just are the state broadcaster. So I presume no. we, both, we both most listen, mostly listen to them, but it was a Vox Pop and they were like, what are you going to, it was, you know, it was around the time that the, the the findings came out they're like what are you going to do what do you do and they're like oh i use the recycling bin and and i try and look after <laughs> my waste and like i walk i walk when i can and i cycle and i i try not to bring the car and blah, blah. and you're, you're just listen to it going like it's that's really admirable and it's great and like i recycle and i know you're very good at recycling and, and and all that kind of stuff and you you try and you know probably you know, it probably comes from a. Not, I'm not saying it's a selfish place, but you don't want to have loads of bags in the car driving over to the dump. So you're very good with your no. recycling, you know, um, and that's all very admirable. But seventy percent of the problem is pa- caused by one these one hundred big companies, uh, and that's why the sea is on fire. Like the sea isn't on fire because you know Mike accidentally <laughs> put a packet or an empty rasher packet into the recycling bin without washing it out first. You know what I mean? exactly but you see you can't take away what people do and it is admirable and 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 you have to make a change i was listening to um another podcast um which well it wasn't really a podcast it was desert island discs oh yeah uh the last one before that olympic diver the diver yeah i just listened to that one actually was that a repeat 
yeah, 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 yeah. But it was the one before that. It was um oh a a guy who was I think he was a Pakistani immigrant into England and tried to make a change. He was a he was a lawyer and he you know he's very much of the you know you are making a change and everybody has to make a change or else nobody is going to make a change. He was talking about it in legal terms, but it translates into everything. So we're not doing enough. Um, the fact that we're recycling a bit is a sort of a nod in the kind of, you know, a, a little kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, I do my recycling and I clean out my curtains and I do this, that and the other. It's a lot of shite, really, you know, because the water we use to clean that is just the most precious thing on the planet. And the air that we're, you know, throwing stuff on fires and, you know, a lot of our waste then gets packaged off and sent to developing countries and burned for you know, for their for their electricity, which then makes us plastic stuff that we don't need that we end up fucking out in two years. So it's yeah. a huge cycle of uh, of just we're just we can't help ourselves. We just need to. We are literally. It, we need to. We need to somehow. It's 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 airplanes really, probably cars as well. Uh, it's fossil fuels and plastics. We just need to stop using, stop buying sh- stuff that comes in plastic, or just make it make plastic illegal across the globe just get up tomorrow and just like get you know all all just get agreement from everybody that plastic is illegal that's it unless it's there's like you can see them now do you remember they used to hand out the bags in quinsworth or duns yeah you do the shop and you get like oh here have 50 bags and you'd be like bringing spare bags home you know and then throwing it whatever and everybody had like millions of plastic bags and then they put in brought in a tax which is brilliant because now we we have bags for life and everybody has them in the boot of the car and that's cool but then you discover that oh you can get these biodegradable plastic bags and uh, they're grand so why isn't so you kind of feel like so maybe all plastics can be biodegradable and we don't actually yeah. need pla- and so why haven't we done that and it's just like, but you see, then they're, they're cellulose based. So then you're actually growing effectively plastic bags, mm. you know. So, and then, but then you're cutting down forest. Food. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's just, there's too many of us. Um, we need to do a lemming sort of thing and just all kind of jump off something, jump off the earth. I think COVID and, was trying to do that first, but, <sighs> but we, but apparently the, the population growth has stopped. For the yeah, first time. it's on the way down. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit odd. Do, 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 do. Because people like me and you, Mike, we didn't have 10 or 15 or 16 children. We just had the we just had the one or two, you know? That's why. Yeah. Uh, that guy you yeah. were talking about on Desert Island, this, by the way, just to give him his, his, his dues, was Nazir Afzal, a solicitor and former chief prosecutor for North West England. I hope that's who you're talking about. Yeah, he was absolutely brilliant. And almost, I almost kind of welled up listening to him. He, you know, he was a prosecutor, prosecuting. Uh, he wasn't a prosecutor. He was, um, he was sticking up for and defending um, really dodgy people. Oh wow! And then one day he just went, "Oh fuck this!" <laughs> I can't. In all honesty, I can't do it. He said, "There's got to be there's lawyers out there that do that sort of stuff." I can't. I can't stick up for a guy who did rape stuff, and I'm trying to get him off on a technicality. No, that's that. That's not who I am. Thanks yeah. very much. I'm out of town. Good man. And went on and turned his life around and did phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Good man, Nazir. Uh, we talked about it before as well, but it... <laughs> good man, Nazir. Yeah, we're just giving him a shout out. Nazir, nice one. Yeah. From, from me and Mike from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
you go. Yeah. Um, we talked about it. it is important that we all feel like we have some power and some control and we're like recycling and we're doing our bit. And that is important. Um, unfortunately, it's probably only like white mid, like it's probably only us, the middle class yeah. that are doing it. And then I don't know, like maybe really rich people don't have to worry about it or have they have somebody to do that for them or they've somebody to just take it all away and just dispose of it and they, they, they don't have to worry about it. But, um, and poorer people don't have fucking are too busy trying to fucking you know make sure they have enough money to eat to yeah you know they can't be worrying about it. Uh, and I and I know we mentioned it before, but the whole carbon footprint thing was invented by Shell, effectively you know big yeah. fossil fuel organization to try and make us feel personally responsible to deflect from the fact that basically the sea was on fire because of them. And so it's important that we recognize these things. But hey, look, it is. let's enjoy the, the earth while it's here. As I said yeah. before, as I said before, the earth won't go anywhere. It'll just kill us off. Yeah, it'll. we're, we're the species that's next. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of species going out every day and we're the species that's next. But I tried to have this conversation, conversation, should I say, with my son the other day about, you know, electric cars, I said everybody's now buying electric cars. So we're really greenwashing the shit out of it. Yeah. I said, the metal that goes into those and the lithium and everything that goes in, all the, the bits, the plastic dashboards, everything that goes into those vehicles is raping a part of the earth again. And we're not, they're not like made from recycled things. They're not like, you know, that car over there is made from 150 two liter plastic bottles. It isn't. It's made from steel. And the energy that has to go into that is just, it's phenomenal. And all we're doing is we're ditching all of our diesel and petrol cars. And everybody's saying we're going to be uh, green and electric by 2026 or 2027. What are we going to do? We're going to put all those cars on a big fucking ferry and ship them off to Africa. And not actually, like, we should just destroy them or some, I don't know, recycle them. But we're not going to. We're just going to send them off. And we'll trade sort of carbon footprint allowances mm. with Ethiopia and they can drive our Mercs. Fucking brilliant. It's just, it's awful. We're just we, fucking idiots. We just need someone to say, stop making cars now. No yeah. more cars. We're not making any more cars. And then we're going to, what we have, we're going to recycle and reuse. Like, like the, like the, uh, the, uh, what did they have? Ladas or whatever they had yeah. in, 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 in Russia or, or you know those cars? They just all had the same car, like this yeah, square yeah. box going around. We, we, you know, stop making cars. There, there should be mass public transport. I, I, I truly believe that one of the electric manufacturers of cars should actually pick an island like Ireland and say, right, let's. What we're going to do is put a bus uh, in every big city, okay? And that bus is going to go four kilometers in and out it's going to have a little range right and then a little bus is going to go a smaller bus is going to go the next eight kilometers and so on and so on and so on so that everybody you just have an app on your phone you press it in and even going up my road i might have to walk 100 meters or something there's going to be a little bus that's automated or whatever it doesn't need a driver or anything it's got electric and it just goes zip and it docks itself in a like we can do it with mowers like i don't know why we can't do it with cars mm. and then once everything is electric and everything is sort of uh, sort of radared into itself. There won't be any incidents or accidents where there's going to be stuff because people get involved and I think it's a drug, really good idea. To... Dr drugs drug man trying to rugby tackle the, 
I gotta rugby tackle that minibus. Yeah. Watch this. I'm gonna shit in the back of the bus. <laughs> We've had another shitting. Us. I, I, somebody has shat in me. Please send help. Um, but yeah, that's like, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're going about it the wrong way in that uh, we just keep coming up with the wrong solutions. Yeah, electric, oh, yeah. electric cars, like the lithium problems. Um, and oh. if, you know, it's like if, and where is the lithium? It's in the Congo or somewhere where like we don't even know where it fucking comes from. And there's wars in the Congo. Yeah, that you it's don't really dodgy. About. And we're, we're propping up all sorts of like dodgy fuckers so we can get. These chemicals that we need to do our batteries. Yeah. Brilliant. Did I speaking of shitting on buses? Did I ever tell you about my friend? <laughs> I went out one night with a guy, a Kiwi guy. I might have told you this before, actually. And we were we were coming back on a tube, like a Jubilee line tube or something, back into central London from a night out. I don't know where we were, but it was the last tube. And he said, I need to go to the toilet. And somebody said, just go in the corner. And we looked over and he was sitting in the corner of the tube having his shit. Oh, so you were you, you kind of thought he meant to piss. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, a big, a big old savage poo in the oh, corner. Oh my god, my yeah. what the fuck! I, I remember it. being uh, on the tube one time, and it was like he was clearly a builder who'd gone straight to the pub. I was on the last tube. Oh. He was on the last tube. I wasn't. I think I was finished work. And he was clearly a builder, but he had, he had he, you know, it was, it was quite hard, but you could, you could, if you're, if you stretched out, get your feet to the other side uh, oh, yeah, of the yeah. tube and get the feet up on the other, on the other side. And he was asleep, you know, with the feet up on the other side. And it was, I was grand. We we're going along. The next thing I heard this like trickling, <laughs> this water, <laughs> water dropping. <laughs> just got faster and faster until Oh, and he just started pissing himself in his oh. sleep, but it was all cascading down, you know. Lovely. So he was, so he was, he was, he was horizontal, and then there was this, this, this water <laughs> pouring down from his genital area right into the middle of the carriage. It was, it was a beautiful sight. It looked like a lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, Mike. It, it's been really hard to, uh, and I'll blame myself. Uh, it's been really hard to get this podcast recorded um because i've been really busy but you you can say whatever you 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 you, you, you had a week off (laughs) i had a week off nobody was using this computer all the time nobody was using the internet it was pretty much the pristine i thought we'd get maybe two done and i texted you on monday to say listen i'm off for the next five days yeah yeah and thursday it was like oh i can't do thursday evening at four but i can do it till 407 or whatever and uh yeah the, the text got and then you got you got involved in stuff and that's fine you know we, we've got to give ourselves a break yeah you know we have to do you need a break, a break mike do you need a break no i, no, I don't need a break i tell you what i need is a, I, I needed a fucking headache tablet there a while ago i had a headache and i felt a bit shitty oh stress uh, typically i was uh no, i don't think it is I, I drank two pints of water when i came in and it's like you know when you can feel yourself rehydrating at a cellular level that sort of thing so i yeah. just went oh yeah so i think i think i've just been dehydrated i've been busy at work all day my first day back at work and then i had to come home and do this really quickly is this like was <laughs> this hanging over your head was this like oh bollocks I have to record a oh, podcast well. no 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 i was very very busy i'd actually forgotten about it until i texted you about three o'clock and thought oh shit yeah better make sure he's actually going to <laughs> yeah yeah because i, this I was kind of rushing home and i thought oh fuck i better not rush home for no reason 
Keith. Yeah, there was no point in you rushing home if I wasn't if I was going to like just not turn up again. Let me down, I think. Let you down again. Yes. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, how, can I? Can I? Can I? Sorry. Can I? What were you going to say? Go on. You go. No. First. No. Go on. No. I no. Have no. A question you for you. I want to hear what you're going to say. Okay. No. No. I was. I don't know. I, I was probably going to make something up. <laughs> I. Uh, how I want to know, but because you told me then that you had the whole week off, which I didn't know, and it was just you and your and be- beautiful wife had gone away. Yeah. To the mainland. Um, <laughs> Ireland, yeah. Claire, uh, and uh, so you had the place here, just the lads, just the yeah, lads. We and I tell you, we. Who's I, texting? I don't know who's texting? What happened? Nobody was texting me. It's, we've got this little blink um, camera, oh, which yeah. I'd heartily recommend for security. Very, okay. very good. Like a, it was like a hundred quid or something, and it's uh, it's really, really good. You don't have to have no wires, no nothing just got to get onto wi-fi and it does it it's brilliant anyway it's an amazon product so i don't really fuck it anyway oh, fuck it the world's um, fucked anyway jesus <laughs> yeah bezos is in a fucking <laughs> spaceship getting off see you later thanks for buying my shit <laughs> i like actually i like that about uh is it ming flanagan luke ming flanagan the yeah, luke ming flanagan. Yeah, the yeah, yeah 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 he's He's um he was going on the other day about you know Bezos doesn't pay any tax and he said you know he flew to the fucking nearly to the moon the other day without ta- taxing his fucking spacecraft he said but uh, some woman some constituencies drove her child to school last year without taxing her car and got fucking sent to prison it's like square that yeah Anyhow, yeah in- insane yeah um where were we? yeah so we had a boys week i had five days sally Ann went on monday and came back on friday so we had five days of sort of sitting down in our underpants not washing and that sort of thing so we we did it and we we went out i went out of my way to watch movies that jimmy would be interested in and that sort of I might recommend something to him and then the next night it was his pick so we did we really went hog wild on watching movies some good some a bit shit okay are you going to get can you give us a few recommendations of course I can yeah we watched I'll tell you we watched Ocean's Eleven or something just because it was on yeah um, and I think I had it recorded or something and it was you know it's an Ocean's film it's I as, as I said we, we reviewed everyone after between us and it was a solid five possibly a 5.5 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. And that's the George Clooney, Brad Pitt one. It wasn't, it's not as good as the old one, Ocean's Eleven, which was great. You know, it was and, kind of and it's, it's real chewing gum for the eyes kind of, isn't it? It's, or it not, it's just like, yeah. yeah, it's just shite when you don't, when you want to turn your brain off, just kind of. Exactly. Of, and, yeah. and we'd overeaten that evening as well. We'd done an awful lot of overeating. I went back on chocolate for the week. Oh my. Oh fuck. Monday. I went straight into it. I bought three Aero bars. <laughs> Aero are doing a dark chocolate, the mint, a caramel, and some other one. And I bought the man size, but the big bars. And I ate the whole fucking lot of them on Monday night. I woke up Tuesday. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was actually going to have to go to hospital. I felt impure. There was so much sugar and shit. And I had beer on top of it. And a fucking a 16-inch pizza with chips. <laughs> Oh, Mike, three large arrows. How much beer? Uh, probably had four cans. Four cans and a <laughs> massive pizza with chips. What, what yeah. was on? What was on the pizza? It was just a vegetarian, like oh, onions it was, and. It wasn't takeaway, was it? 
Oh yeah, yeah, it was takeaway. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I felt I thought it was gonna have a heart attack. It was fucking. I was sweating just under my eyeballs. There was sweat under oh, my eyes. Oh Jesus Christ! As I sat down watching this film, but we did that night. We watched um, Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, a bucket of shit, really. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I figured since things I hadn't really heard much about it, like I kind of I saw the. I saw the promo. I saw the ads for it, and I was like, "Oh, that look kind of looks sort of interesting, maybe." And then I didn't really. Then it just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. There, okay. there was a recent. There was a recent Suicide Squad, mm. um, and some of the actors in that, um, Margot Robbie, I think was that her name, Margot Robbie. Yeah, she so. she was in it. Um, um, she's quite good. She plays this psycho, but she wasn't a psycho in the second one, as she was in the first one. And I mean, they had Sylvester. Mr. Stallone playing a shark. Okay. I mean, and all he did was eat people and go nom nom. It was a bit okay. fucking silly, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it was did okay. It, it was a, a, maybe they on. maybe they jumped the shark, Mike. <laughs> that was the problem. They jumped the shark. They went too silly. I think they did. Yeah, there was another thing as well based on some other. And the director, Jimmy, was telling me the director used all of his friends and did this and referenced this and referenced that. And it's like, no, I just want to watch the fucking film. Yeah. I don't want anybody to reference anything. You know, if it's going to... You know. Yeah, give it to me. Give it all to me. Serve it up yeah. in front of me. Don't be like... Yeah. Don't, I don't have to go on Google and, and watch yeah. 12 other movies to get the fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was a bit fucking annoying. All right. So two shit movies. Okay, we're two down. Yeah. Then we watched Nobody. Okay. With Bob Odenkirk in it, uh, better called Saul. Okay, yeah, which was um, a surprising kind of yeah, su- surprising little story, really. But again, it draws from an awful lot of other films. But it, it's it's quite good as a standalone, and it's only one and a half hours long. It's quick. It's meaty. It does exactly what it says on the tin. And it is, uh, yeah, I really, really did enjoy it, actually. And he can play that sort of miserable fuck quite well, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Is that who's going to play you in? (laughs) He's He's going to play you in the story. The Keith Watch podcast, the movie. (laughs) Mike, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, he'd need some fucking syrup to do my hair, though, because his, I mean, his hair is, I don't know what the score is with his hair, but it must be a toupee. Um, but he's just had a heart attack as well. Oh, wow. On the set of the new series of Better Call Saul. Oh, shit. Yeah, but his son put it out on Twitter that he's okay. So, oh, good. Whew. Okay, thank yeah, God. Dodged a bullet there, yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Uh so you've had two shit movies and a quite good movie yeah and then i thought you know what uh jimmy is 17 years old he gets the world at the moment Mm. so i thought it's time for shawshank oh good. so we yeah yeah we did shawshank um and he like he likes to look at stuff and kind of go i'm looking at the imdb top 100 movies something we could watch and we've watched our way through quite a lot of them like 12 angry men yeah, uh, the black and white version, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, we watched Shawshank. It must have been my hundred and twelfth time watching Shawshank, but I'd watch it again. But it's funny, I never, ever, ever remembered the beginning of it. Never remembered the beginning of Shawshank Redemption. I 
I've watched it, I think, and I've watched probably watched just bits of it, like never really watched it. I can't really. There was a question came up in a quiz recently, and I was like, I don't even know how that fucking show ends or that movie ends. So what's the start? The start is his his wife getting shot and killed and having an affair with um, the tennis pro or golf pro at the club. So he's being cheated on and he's sitting in a car with a bottle of whiskey and a, and a gun. So, and it's, it, it never really says whether he did it or not. I, I, I don't think he did, but I just, I don't know. It just leaves a kind of question mark over it. And just what watching did, it again, I thought, oh. What did Jimmy make of the movie? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I said to him, listen, it's a bit hardcore in, in, uh, in places. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, there's sort of a kind of stuff of a sexual nature. And he said, but it's about a man's prison, isn't it? I said, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, join the fucking dots. And he's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And it was... <laughs> I, like that you're, I like the way you're trying to be a responsible dad. You're like, join the fucking dots. <laughs> Cop on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But it's tricky, you know, sometimes you watch um, stuff on Netflix or whatever, and it's rated 15, and it's like, whoa, that is wholly inappropriate, especially a mm. couple of years ago, when they're, they're on the cusp of sort of not knowing stuff and gonna, and like, oh, boo. and it's, you know, I find that really odd, and I find myself Googling now, UK, Ireland rating for blah, before we watch it, and it all gets a bit silly you know yeah because nobody thought, no, nobody enjoys that like you're you don't feel comfortable you feel like a bad dad yeah, yeah. you know jamie's going to be like mortified like he'd probably be fine watching it but just the mortification of watching in front of his parents you know that's not exactly you never yeah, really recover yeah. no, from no that. you don't recover no, from that no. I, I remember watching the the late late show and a, and a priest started putting a condom on a banana yeah that, that was we just yeah that was gay it was a seminal moment yeah, was, I, yeah I, I just a, i yeah it was a, it was a, it's a seminal moment. <laughs> you know, picture the scene. It's 1980s and there's four boys sort of sitting, sweating in a room and their parents sitting down. My mother smoking in the corner and my dad just sitting down thinking, oh God, when will this ever end? The gay boy starts putting a fucking Jurex on a, a banana and it was and there was a priest in the corner i object and it was like oh fuck open up take us away from this floor open up whatever we just need, we just need the house to burn down now and all of us to die together and mortified i, I think i actually went, I, i'll go and get some coal in <laughs> my dad's like the bucket's full it doesn't matter it doesn't we need more coal <laughs> Oh Christ! Uh, yeah, that's fucking bad. Any other movies? Uh, have you got more on your list? Is that it? Uh, no, that was it. Really, I, uh, um, I watched uh, Castaway. Oh, had you seen it before? I've never seen. I've seen like I've, it's been on the telly, and I kind of watched it for five minutes, and then not what. And you know, it, like I I knew what happened. I I know the story, but I'd never just watched it. And I I found myself at home alone. And uh, I just said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch Castaway from start to finish. I'm going to, I'm very, I'm sort of like you, you kind of know, I've gotten to know me over the last year or whatever. I'm quite flighty. Like I, I, I'm very yes. bad at like focusing on one thing. I'm, you know, <laughs> like I, I, honest to God, like I've been watching the Olympics 
and I'll I'll get up at like five o'clock in the morning to watch Kelly Harrington who's fighting at six, right? And then like it'll I'll be up for an hour, I'll be watching, I'll be sitting in front of the telly waiting for it to start, watching all the like the pre-match, the build-up, the chat with the lad, the experts. What is she gonna win? Is she not gonna win? Yeah, oh, so, and then like two seconds to the match start, I'll go, Oh, I might make a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm making a cup of tea and trying to watch it from the kitchen. And like I just get I don't know what's wrong with me, but but I just get very distracted and I, and I, I end up doing other things. So I made myself I said, sit down. Don't think about anything else. Don't do anything else. Don't make a fucking cup of tea. Make sure you've had your cup of tea and just watch the fucking movie from start to finish. And uh, so partly it was it was a beautiful thing for me just to sit down and watch something yeah. and not think about anything else. And uh, I was reminded of how what that was like as a kid to watch a movie and just kind of forget the rest of the world. But uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really enjoyable movie. And uh, I think thought they wrapped it up quite well. Um, and I thought, yeah, my main takeaway was that that fucking volleyball guy, he was a bit of a dick, wasn't he? Wilson. 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 I thought he was a basketball for years, you see. Ah. I was full sure it was a basketball. And I only watched it again with Jimmy as part of this IMDB movies thing that we're going to watch all these movies. And I thought, it's not a fucking basketball. It's a volleyball. Yeah. It's obscure, you know. That it was a volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe it just it suited uh the 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 thing, the narrative. But um yeah, Wilson was a bit of a dick. He, he just annoyed me. Do you know what I mean? He's just like real kind of like judgmental. He just sit there in the corner, yeah, and, fucking you know, and he let almost, him down. Yeah. Yeah. And just fucked off then at the end. <laughs> he yeah, waited. Thought, Wilson waited until more. Wilson waited until he built the boat and then fucking jumped off. And was like, see you later. I'm, I'll float all the way back to America. You're fucked. Well, fucking Tom Hanks had the last laugh, didn't he? Yeah, with the big ship going. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought they could have like squished a bit on the island and made the his comeback into society. I was more interested in that. Okay. Well, I mean, than- you wonder, could there have been a castaway too? With him? Like he seemed to settle in very quickly, didn't he? Yeah, they uh, it, they wrapped it up. Remember how to, he remembered how to drive and everything. It was like, yeah, like I can't remember how to drive if I haven't been in the car for the weekend. <laughs> that's you though. You're oh, yeah. not. Yeah. I'm not normal. <laughs> but I also that, like, but also, sorry, Mike. I was watching that movie going. I would fucking love that. Like, they'd have to. <laughs> There'd have to be a cutoff. I'd have to know, like, you know, I'd only want to do it for 10 years, but what an experience that would be for, like, as part of your life to be just gone yeah. and for everyone to think you were dead, but you weren't. You were just living on this island. And what a fucking, what a mad yeah. thing to do. Like, oh, is there any, <laughs> is there any I, I'd come back and I'd go and, you know, and say my wife then got remarried to some fella. I, I fucking knew you didn't like me. <laughs> you know, it would be the, the, yeah, the biggest passive aggressive thing ever. Like you'd be fucking bitch, you know. And <laughs> you'd sneak, you'd sneak, you'd sneak around the house, and then you look. As soon as they get into bed, some evening you jump in the door. Ah! I fucking knew it. <laughs> you little. She used to like this. <laughs> but he won't be able to see because you'd have a massive beard covering it. Because you'd yeah. still be naked from, from, from I wasn't the... talking about my genitals, I was talking about my smile. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all very yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'd I would i love it. You know, I think I'd come back, we'd come back and then we could be able to we'd just tell the world, you're fucking ruining the world. I lived on an island 
with no cars, no fossil fuels, no briquettes, no farting cows. No briquettes. <laughs> and I was fine. Oh, man. Yeah, you'd see things differently. But but it, at the end of the movie, he, he, he met that girl at the crossroads, which was very, like, on the yeah. nose, wasn't it? Was that very yeah. on the nose? Like, he's, you know, <clears throat> I think they were trying to say he was at a crossroads or something, Like I'm not sure. Um, felt, maybe. Felt like they were trying to elude. She was going to take him, yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, I, I found that with the Truman Show as well. <clears throat> Remember the Truman Show? The, yeah, the, yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey. What a pile of shite. They could have just done so much more with it. Yeah. Man living in bubble finds out that's it. I, I want to hear what happens afterwards. How he re, yeah, how yeah. he adjusts and re and re uh, introduces himself into society. But but I think that it was very it was a good movie to watch after COVID because and and this is kind of going back to what we were talking about at the start. Like we, what have we learned from COVID? It seems like we're really quickly forgetting all the good things we learned from COVID. Like, yeah. It's like we're, we've come back from this mad experience. We've all been on this desert island. We've all been locked down. We've, you know, we learned a new way of life. We, we jumped on Zoom. We didn't commute. We didn't get in our cars, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm hearing of people, friends of mine, who's, the, you know, the places they work are insisting that they come into work. Yeah. And you have to be in work two days a week and you have to be in the office two days a week. Because I was thinking, well, sure, that's great. We just we've, like we've basically saved the planet because there's no need to fly across the world to a meeting. Like, by all means, fly and go on your holidays, like fly for enjoyment. All these dickheads and fly into fucking Africa for a fucking meeting. Just jump, use your computer, like stop fucking wreck. You're not that important. Like, what is your meeting about? What the fuck is your meeting <clears throat> about? Like how many fucking oh, yeah. how many you know, pallets of paper we're going to ship in the next quarter, like, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like, cop on to yourself. So I thought all, all that commuting and all that, like, driving around the gaff, you know, going to other offices for a meeting and then going back to your own office and having a meeting and then fucking flying off to Africa with the news that you've got from those meetings and then bringing the news back from Africa to another. Like, all that should be gone. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's funny you mentioned holidays. I, I, I think COVID has been... You know, when you come, when you go away on holidays and you don't rent a car and you don't get on your phone and you sit by a pool or the beach mm. and you read a book and you might actually talk to people or you might talk to the person you live with and you have these deep conversations with them. You know, when we get back, we should do this and we'll do that. And you, you kinda, you give, you're given time and space. So COVID has given us this time and space like a holiday. But we're just returning back into the airport now after two weeks in Greece. Yeah. You know, I'm continuing the analogy. And we're going, oh, fuck, have you done the car park? No, for fuck's sake. Did you pay the toll? No. And we're back straight in to this negative sort of big rat race yeah. of shit. And, you know, I, I need to go to Edinburgh next week because I need to go and press the flesh with this guy. You know, I need to talk to him. We don't need to fucking talk to people. You don't need to do that. Just fucking cop on that. Yeah. We just need to, you know, and we should holiday by boat or something. Yeah. Less, you know, rather than putting shit up and right up in the atmosphere. But you could do, like, I, I'd sort of feel like there's, like, holidays, you could, if you were able to, like, say, well, what do we need flying for? I would say, well, look, holidays are good because, you know, you get to, it's good to travel and explore and see other countries. And we don't, you know, maybe, maybe you're not going to get the time on a ship to get to Jamaica, do you know what I mean? And, and back in time, <laughs> unless they give you, like, but, but all these things that, we were talking about during lockdown, like, let's, we probably only need to do a four day week. You know, we don't need a five. We need to give everybody a longer weekend, like commuting, all that kind of stuff. I thought, well, this is great. I, I really don't want to go back to commuting. No, 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 no. Maybe I mean, you're, you're should... commuting. 
Yeah, well, I, I do commute because, I mean, obviously the cliffs won't come to me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it by Zoom. Why can't you do it by Zoom? What they need is these robots. They need robot mic, right? And it's a it's a robot that travels oh. around. It's a guide robot. And it's basically got a screen on top and it's your face. And you're at home on your Zoom going, good morning, I'm Mike. And I'm going to be your guide to the cliffs of Yeah. But you don't have to talk like a robot because you're yourself. Do you know what I mean? But that's what <clears> they should do. And then you could just... Sit at home eating three bars of arrow and uh, sixteen-inch pizza and chips, and yeah, Bob's your uncle. Fanny's and then your... just yeah, Fanny is my aunt, and I wouldn't be able to move then, and I'd probably be you know have all sorts of bowel issues. Do you feel like since you got back to work that you've gotten back into old habits? That you oh yeah, you wouldn't absolutely. Yeah, um, you know the 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 poor diet, the sort of. Um, cups of tea the sort of the whinging i find my whingeometer is going up you know you're whinging about stuff but you, it, it's not really stuff that you should be whinging about it, you just kind of oh i got to do this oh i got to do that and and to be dictated by somebody else's time and they they kind of like everybody gets managed no matter who you are yeah um we've all got some bear on our shoulders who does something um and no matter how subtle it is you feel that push all the time and it's just, it's fucking awful mm. and you can't help. We're, we're just, we're just humans. You want to rebel against that no matter how handy it is. Yeah. You know, even if I was a test driver for Ferrari, I'd be thinking, oh, fucking hell, they want me to do that new California next week. I'll be asked. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but like, absolutely. Like if you're Brad Pitt, you'd be like, Oh, not this fucking, I'm starting a movie next week. Fucking yeah. pain in my hole. You know, I mean, yeah. when, when you get into it and it could end up being good crack and you might enjoy it and all that kind of stuff, but it's still the stress around fucking getting to work and bollocks, yeah. bollocks, bollocks. Have to, and I was saying, I, I was talking to some people last night and I was saying, it's not necessarily like, because because they were saying, I like going to work. I like going to an office. I like the structure of nine to five. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, I don't like the commuting. I don't like the feeling of, I'm going to bed a bit early because I have to get up at seven because I have to get yeah. in the car because like all that stuff has to happen before you start work. You know, my line of work now, Mike, you know, it's <laughs> I, I need to I need to not have done like two hours of, of a commute and just like shite before I start. I want to just yeah. start fresh at nine o'clock and work, you know? Yeah, you want to be in the right frame of mind to be creative. You don't want to be sitting in a traffic jam getting really pissed off. Mm. And that fills your thoughts. Like, you know, that when you're sitting in traffic and it's, you know, the fucking road is fucking thing and i got to get here and now I'm going to miss my morning coffee and then I'm going to, oh, I need to shit now and uh, whatever. And everything piles up against you. you bring all this stress with you. Yeah. What's the point? What's, yeah. What is the point what of doing the point? that? And luckily the people I work for, are very much uh, are very much eco friendly. They're an eco friendly company, so they're not really pushed about us going back to work. They're happy with the way it is, and as long as they can keep their their own as a company, their carbon footprint down, there it's it's quids in for them. Like I, I had to go into work on into into town, so if we're doing a shoot, I have to be there, so I, I'd have to travel for that. So that's okay, and that's yeah, uh, that's not really like you just have to be there and you have to make sure everything goes all right. But the other stuff, then I can anywhere, anytime I can work from home is fine. So I'm, I'm kind of lucky in that way, you know. I've I've landed on my feet. But if you're a tour guide at the Cliffs of Moher, you have to be there. Understandable. If you are a fucking dickhead who was <laughs> who has to have a meeting, do it on your computer. Don't fucking get yeah. into your car and drive across the city and or drive across the country or fly to Africa to have a meeting about the fucking you know the the figures for your fourth quarter. Like that's a fucking email. 
It's not a meeting. Yeah. It's an email. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Jim, what's the crack with the fourth quarter? How are figures looking? They're looking good. Yeah, excellent, great. That saved us having to fly to fucking to Timbuktu for for fucking yeah. And that, what and what are those meetings about anyway? Drinking mostly. Yeah, absolutely. And tearing the ass out of it and getting away from your wife. Yeah. Uh, or husband. Or yeah, or both. Yeah. Or if you're in a, you know, you could be in a three-way relationship, getting away from. Your if, girlfriend and your boyfriend, you know. If you are a bigamist, yeah, you could be mm. getting away from a whole he hope of family host of families. <laughs> you could be getting away from a hole or two. <laughs> uh, or you could just go to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in Utah. Yeah, oh Jesus. But, <laughs> yeah, but we need to we need to sort our shit out. We really do need to sort our shit. Maybe we should what we should do is like, you know, holidays, they shouldn't be holidays, they should be cultural exchanges. So if you fly to Turkey, mm. right? You go and stay somebody's house, and yeah. they come and stay in your house. Yeah, you should meet those people at the airport. Here's the keys, lads, and uh, the Wi-Fi password is, and go like that, and then you go like that, and and it's this cultural exchange. I think that'd be great because, like, you get to Turkey; it's beautiful. You're near Istanbul, one of the most amazing cities in the world. I heard Hector describing on the Tommy and Hector podcast. You know, it's the gateway between from you know Western Europe to Asia. It's it's the yeah. gateway from Europe to Asia. It's amazing. You know the 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 cultures and the smells and the sights and the styles and the fashion and the noise. It's amazing. I love I love Turkey. I love Istanbul. And then some cunt from Turkey has to live in an estate in Newbridge for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I can see why this fucking Irish guy wants to get out of this. What the fuck? Where do I go? Well, the courage just down the road. What is it? It's just some green, just some <laughs> it's grass. It's just some bit of flat. Like it's famous because it's so flat. What? And that's it. What does it do? At least if they end up in your house, you'd be like, look. Cliffs Moher up there. Uh, there's loads of islands you can go to. Ah, uh, no, but I think there's Hookhead down there. People appreciate the the simplicity in things. Mm. I like that. I, I love going to supermarkets when I go to other cities. Yeah, that's right. love it. I, lo- I love, love, love it. Especially the fish counters. I don't eat fish, but you go to some places like Spain or Portugal or thailand or whatever you go to the fish counters fucking hell it's like a different world it's like some prehistoric it's like going to the natural history museum yeah the stuff that's in front of you with like three eyes and big like teeth and shit it's like a whole shark yeah yeah you're, yeah. you're, you're at the whole shark <laughs> i can salt it for you send it by dhl <laughs> but you know i find that fascinating what people eat you know yeah, that's a good shot. point. No, like, cause it, I, like I remember going into my first Spanish supermarket, and you see like the big uh, legs of cured meat just oh, hanging. Come on, fuck, yeah. yeah, yeah, for hundreds of quid. Oh, it's like, sometimes thousands. We went to uh, Sevilla, Seville, and we went to the El Corte Inglés, which is like a sort of, uh, I don't know, it's a big sort of uh, English tots. market. Yeah, 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 but it's it's yeah, but it's it's it, like a upmarket sort of. Departments like Brown Thomas, kind of BT, right on, guy with yeah. a food hall. And the ham ons down there were like a thousand euros. Fuck, still attached to the cow. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, it's just, okay. We're, we're just smoking one of your legs. It's okay. You can have the rest of your body. Yeah. They tied it off with an elastic band. <laughs> and then the fella smoking next to it all day long. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, that's it's the simple things, isn't it? I imagine if someone from Turkey came to Newbridge on their holidays, they'd enjoy visiting our local Lidl and the Middle Isle. The Middle Isle. Oh, you want to see the Middle Isle? It's so beautiful. So much shit. I bought socks. 
<laughs> and everything changed on a Thursday. A Thursday. It's crazy. <laughs> Mike, you know what I'm going to do? You're going to hang up. I'm going to go. You know why? Why are you going to go? Because Dublin are playing Mayo in the football oh. in the in the All Ireland semi final. Okay. I and, knew that. Uh, and I and you knew that, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think we can. We can finish this podcast without mentioning Nancy Griffiths. Ah, Mike, I'm glad you brought it up. So sad. So sad. She. I mean, she. She wasn't. She was. She was. She not hit seventy yet, was she? she no, late sixties. Yeah. Um. I Nancy Griffith came into our house. I think it was around. I remember there's a period in our house where I have four sisters, and it was kind of my two older sisters. Uh, my three older sisters, I suppose, and they started listening to, I suppose, was it like, it was kind of like new age country slash folk. And it was it was Nancy Griffith. Um, and the big song was From a Distance. But then she had that album. I can't quite remember the name of you probably remember. And A Woman's Heart, I think, I feel like was around the same time. And and there was I remember a singer called Michelle Shocked from yes, Canada. Yeah. But there was all there was this kind of like a movement almost of female folky uh, country uh, artists that sort of like the, I just remember that all being the sort of the same period. Maybe it wasn't, but just maybe in my head. But yeah. Nancy Griff was a big part of the music being played in our house at the time. Michelle Shocked got anchored down in Anchorage. Yes. Yes, but yeah. I think the album you're thinking about is One Fair Summer Evening. That was the one that came out in 1988 oh, with yes. um, uh, Love at the Five and Dime. Do you remember that one? I do now that you mention it. Yeah. yeah, and she does the little, the Woolworth stores all over the world, and it's brilliant, absolutely. And then, by I tell you what happened this evening on my way home. I was coming home, and I, I, I just threw my iPad iPod on. I never do that in the car, really. I'm always listening to something. I always plan my listening. And uh, I put it on, and I had four on my uh, 25,000 songs on this little thing, and four Nancy Griffith songs came on. I don't know what the score was, but I, I zipped through some of them. But the, the the one I listened to was, and I knew the words to it, and I'd for, completely forgotten it. It was, um, oh, Deadwood, South Dakota. Yes. Song. About the Indians being killed. Yes. That's a, oh, it's coming back hell. to me now, Mike. Everybody fucking... should listen to that. Yes. It was just what a tune on a Deadwood, South Dakota afternoon. It was just, yeah. I'm just I'm sorry. I, I'm putting this into Spotify as you talk, so I don't forget to listen to it. Do. And I, I knew all, all the words. And I, I even knew her little voice kind of went, Lur! at the end of it. It was just, um, yeah. Blast from the past. Deadwood, South Dakota. Brilliant. I'm so glad that you reminded me of that. And uh, and I'm glad you mentioned um, Nancy. Yeah, poor old Nancy. Nancy Griffith. She was massive here. Yeah, she was huge in Ireland, wasn't she? Like, that was kind of like she was big where she... uh, Was she... Is she Canadian? Am I... No, American? I think she's she's south of... She's like southern states, Texas. Yeah, of course she is. I should know that. Um, But yeah, she was... And then she was massive in Ireland. Probably probably due to, like, somebody... Like, I heard John Creedon. He played four songs in a row last night or the night before. And he wasn't... He hadn't... He'd heard there was was news. He wasn't sure. It wasn't confirmed that she had died. But he played the four songs anyway. Uh, but it was probably down to some, you know, gay burn. 
or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move. Somebody played her somewhere, and I think I think a lot of Irish artists covered some of her songs, and from a distance was big. And John Prine, there was all that sort of okay. influence because he wrote some of her stuff. Um, yeah, the other guy who who was massive in Ireland, who wasn't massive anywhere else, is the. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name, of course, but he should shake his head. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. I know. David, David Gray. Know. David Gray, the Welsh, the Welsh wizard. He was like St. Patrick. We <laughs> took him in as one of our own. What was that all about? I don't know. He just like, we just loved David Gray for some reason. And, and Chris Rea. Massive here, not massive in England. Really? Yeah. The stains begun of the rolling stones. Is Chris Rea not like huge in America, though? No. No. No, just no, no, no. just in Ireland, he was big in England, but he wasn't massive. Like over here, he was like you know we loved him. David Gray. Yeah, bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. That, we could do a whole podcast on people that were big in some places, but not other you're places. Big, you're big in Newbridge. Met somebody from Newbridge yesterday who knew you. <laughs> of course, I I didn't know. I didn't ask them their fucking name. Oh 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 oh. Sorry. Before what? you go. Oh shit! I have to tell. I have to do something now. Um. I have to get on my Twitter. I know yeah, you're that's okay. pushed for time now. Yeah, um, no, we have time. I'll wait. Okay. Uh, Tom Slattery. Yes, a Tom big, Slattery. Big, big, huge shout out to Tom Slattery. Um, listening to the podcast, stopped the podcast, DM'd me, that's a new word, DM'd me on right. Twitter thing, and actually told me what to do with my Revolut card. No way. Now I am walking around Milltown Melbay like some sort of a possessed. I'll get a pint of milk somewhere and then go to the shop next door for bread and go, uh, can I pay my phone? And it makes a noise, my phone and everything. Brilliant. So Tom sorted out for you. Tom. Tom is my IT guru. He's he's my help desk. Anytime oh. I'm gonna I'm just gonna mention stuff, I'm gonna say, Tom, sort my shit out. <laughs> And he's just a guy who listens to the podcast. Yeah. He got in touch with you and let you know. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Tom Slattery, this show has been dedicated to you, to Nancy Griffith, and to Aunt Sally. To who? Aunt Sally. Aunt Sally. Sorry, the actress who plays Aunt Sally. She also passed. Who the fuck is she? Aunt Sally. Where's the gummage? <laughs> Where's the gummage? Una Stubbs. Yes. Aunt Sally. Was that yeah. her name? Yeah, Aunt Sally. Oh, I she was an she was an Aunt Sally doll, wasn't she? Like that's a type of doll, isn't it? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Was that big in Ireland? <laughs> Wurzel Gummidge. Did you not watch Wurzel Gummidge? Yeah, yeah. I don't he had this that, friend, Aunt Sally, who was a doll. Uh, she was pristine. She was perfect. She was like, oh, she was the very opposite to him. And as far as far as I remember, an Aunt Sally is a type of doll, but she was an Aunt Sally, and he called her Aunt Sally. Oh, never, no. Please, Aunt Sally, please, Aunt Sally. I can't do a good worse than Gummidge impression. <laughs> I don't think you could do any good impression. Una Stubbs, Una Stubbs. Yeah, she was Mrs. Hudson, actually, in the new, the rebooted um, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. And she passed brilliant. away as well, and she yeah, was yeah, brilliant yeah. as well. So thanks, Tom Slattery. Thanks, Nancy. And thanks, Aunt Sally. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank, thank you for, for listening, everybody. Thanks to Mike. Thanks to Acast. And um, remember... Don't stop fucking the world up. Like, it's really fucking fucked, aren't we, Mike? Yeah, we are fucking... We're fuckity fuck fucks. Fuckity fucked. Yeah. But look, you know, we keep making podcasts in the middle. There's a lot of um, a lot of trees uh, cut down and things and villages burnt and 
uh, uh, shit like that went into making the making of this podcast. We're not an eco-friendly podcast. Is the is the phrase eco-friendly doing? Somebody needs to, you know, we know what it means, but it doesn't yeah. actually mean anything. We're friendly to people who are into the into the world into the earth. We're friendly with them. My friends, like I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy who's really good at recycling. <laughs> He's my friend. Some of my best friends recycle. I'm eco-friendly. <laughs> Oh, fuck. oh, Mike, I better let you go and watch that match. Yeah, come on the town. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. See you, Mike. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, 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 Who bye, knows bye. when? Bye. Yeah. Who knows when? Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.